0: about that time for the inside trip, you know that nasty trip, don't wind up on your back bro, are you ready, you better be ready bro, if you're about to get inside trip, and we're back. What's up, wrestling fans? Man, we are definitely back. And you know what else is back, Ben? College wrestling, baby. Whoa! Wrestling season is in the house. That was probably pretty loud.
1: I don't care. I think he turned up our mics a little bit today, this week to try something out. And that was probably pretty
0: loud for me. You told me to turn up the mic. <laughs> I know. Dude, it doesn't matter how loud I have the mics turn up. Turn up the beef. Turn around. No. Wait a minute. People told us not to sing. All right. Yeah, you right. You right. What's up, man? Man, wrestling season is back. I'm pumped. This is the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast, episode number 41. We've been a little hit and miss lately on the uh, on putting out regular pods, but the season is back. It's time to get back in the routine. I'm super pumped. This is Brandon Olinger, as always. Join side me, co-host of the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast, Ben Watson.
1: Don't wind up on your back, bro, and it's. Don't wind up on your back bro Not don't end up on your back bro Or you might end up on your back bro Or anything else I've been on my back with a bro bro. I
0: mean you've No don't say It's definitely not I've been on my back with a bro
1: Yeah It's don't wind up on your back bro For anybody that's listening I I made that up I'm just kidding Brandon made that up (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> you know what? You know what would be a novel idea. What's that? You should get that made, put on a t-shirt.
1: I'm gonna, I, I'm planning on doing it. I don't want to look like we're on like Blood Rounds, Jock, though, and start making t-shirts right after they made t-shirts. So I'm giving it like another week.
0: Another week. Yeah, another week. Then then the Inside Trips about to hit you with some t-shirts. We had we we were like in the final true. stage of having t-shirts made this summer with Rudis until our fame our favorite Rudis rep got got, uh, got left left the he company. left the company for a better opportunity. Yeah, shout out to Neiman. So what's going on, buddy? Nothing, man. I'm pumped. Dude, I can't tell you. I can't even begin to describe the last couple of months. I've been so stressful with work, new job, family, kids, surgery, all this stuff. But suddenly wrestling season comes back and it's so nice to flip through my social media and see wrestling results and wrestle lofts and people talking shit about wrestling and opens and duels. And it's just like, it's like. Everything is all back to That's the it That's right, man. It, it came
1: quick for me. Like, you know, all of a sudden I was thinking we're still in the preseason. You know, we're still in the summertime. Right? You know, summer comes quick and then all of a sudden it falls here. And wow. You know, especially because college starts a little earlier. It's neat, though. I really enjoy flipping through Twitter during wrestling season. You get a lot more wrestling-related uh, conversation, which is, you know, something that we love to be a part of, which is obviously why we do this podcast. So, you know, you could tell this week that wrestling was back just going through the Inside Trips Twitter. Um, and man it it couldn 't have come at a better time i'm i 'm ready for it it 's awesome,
0: all right, so a little business first, I guess as we said inside trip wrestling podcast episode number forty one um look if you 're not following us on Twitter, do so. We love to, to just talk wrestling with people on social media it 's the inside trip one um hit us up uh if you want to email us it 's the inside trip one at gmail dot com we 've even got a facebook page out there it 's the inside trip um as far as the podcast goes, and by the way, I'm really winging stuff tonight because um, I'm out of my zone. Typically, we, yeah. do this, we do this in the podcast room at my house, but now we're in, in Ben's 346-year-old house in some sort of attic. 346-year-old <laughs> house doing this right now. Not, I don't think the United States is that old. But, uh,
1: no, yeah, man, we're, we're in my attic, baby. It's the podcast attic. We got the mood going. I don't got my notes. Yeah, you got some notes. It's okay, though. You know, so obviously hit us up on Twitter at The Inside Trip 1. You know, you can find us at all of your favorite podcast catcher sites, such as Spreaker, Stitcher, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, and obviously iTunes. And, you know, subscribe, rate, and review, because we just got a couple more reviews, and somebody left us three stars. Again? Yeah. No, we've only gotten one three star. We've gotten all four stars and five stars and one three star. And whoever's out there, I
0: appreciate the review, but let me tell you why I hate the three star. Hold on, before you get into this. No, I need to tell you why I hate the three star. Before you get into this. I, it's weird I, I always forget to look at this stuff I really do But you gotta understand Like Like really Let's just be real We're bad We're not very good That's not true We're not very I, good I, I, I disagree Wholeheartedly I think they would do a fine podcast What about the email that we got that said It literally started the email off that I listen to you guys every week Even <laughs> besides All the erroneous stats And false information you put out there The problem is I can't I'm not sure he's
1: wrong <laughs> 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 but no, let me tell you. Let me tell you, why I hate the three star, because you know I lo- we love the four and the five stars. Five stars means man, you're the man, or it's one of our friends. Four star means you know you, you do a pretty damn good job. I really enjoy listening to you. And then the one star is somebody. Look, look, nobody's gonna like you, right? Like not everybody's person's gonna like you. So you're gonna get the one star. You're gonna get the vendetta person. You're gonna. get I'm the, not even sure I like us. Yeah, you're gonna get the vendetta person. But three stars is like. Yeah, yeah. You just die. You're just average. Yeah, like, I'm fine with the one star because that means somebody really doesn't like us. Like, that's fine if you don't like us. And I love the five stars because, you know, but who leaves three stars? Who's like, ah, I listen to this every week, but you're kind of just middle of the road. Like how do you have that much time on your hands to where you literally listen to
0: somebody that's just average? I mean, you can listen to somebody that pisses you off because you really want to get mad. You know what it reminds me of? It's like at nights when I'm sitting down watching TV with my wife and we don't know what to watch and we're just flipping through the channels like, "Oh, there's The Voice. I guess we'll just watch yeah, this cuz it's the nothing voice else." I don't know who's winning on. who's
1: losing. <laughs> That's what we are, we're the voice <laughs> We're literally, we are, we are like really, really old school reruns of Family Guy <laughs> <laughs> Something to do when you got nothing better to do
0: I love Family
1: Guy though I know, but I mean, you know, after a while So anyways, man, it's, it's so great to be back, you know um, But you know what's interesting though, you know, we're talking about being back to college wrestling But I think the first thing we kind of want to talk about is a little bit of freestyle action
0: yeah, look, there's a lot of wrestling that went on this week and this past week. I mean, you had all these open tournaments, you've got dual meets coming back, um, you had the Schultz going on, we had the you know, the all star Classic so much wrestling. Um but yeah, I, I I I I assume you're talking about the Schultz, right? No, I'm talking about the baby tournament. Yeah, I'm talking about the Schultz. All right. Let's uh let's go. Let's do a little Schultz. Talk. Let me let Not me ask much. you this. The Schultz is actually a pretty prestigious tournament, and this year just happened to be the 20th annual, so kind of like a milestone for it. Um, what was a couple of things that stood out for, for you? Uh, Joe Cologne. stood
1: out to me, man. He wrecked everybody at the 61-kilogram weight class. So here, here's kind of um, some interesting things. Honestly, to me, 61 kilograms is the only weight class that, that I personally you know, kind of went through, looked at, and was like, man, I really want to talk about this.
0: By the way, I got to ask. Did the new rules start with this? Did the new rules were in effect for this? Was it day of weigh-ins? Uh, yes. Okay. That's my, That's my understanding. Was, okay. But then
1: again, I could be completely wrong, but I, that's my understanding. Okay. So we're talking about – so Garrett v. Brewer, right? They wrestled in the semis, and Garrett yep. got him back. Remember last time they wrestled, I think Brewer pinned him. Oh, I remember and, when Garrett got pissed? Yeah, Brewer pinned him. Garrett goes out and wrecks him 15-7. to 7, But then he loses in the finals to Cologne 14-3. to 3. The question I have for you is – Will Garrett take the next step? Because for a while we thought, man, he's our 50, 57 kilogram rep. I picked him to be our fifty seven kilogram rep um, a couple times. So you know, he's not going fifty seven anymore now with these day of weigh-ins. So we're thinking, all right, sixty one's good for him. It's opening up because Theiber's leaving. You know, can he beat Kendrick Maple? But then he goes out and loses to a journeyman in Cologne. Now, don't get me wrong, Cologne beat Cologne. Put up fourteen
0: points in each one of his matches. Look, man, I. I, we've discussed this ad nauseum in the past. When Naishon Garrett left Cornell after his senior year, I swore up and down he was the future at 57 kilograms for the United States. Um, but then I think he made the biggest mistake he could have made, and that was go- leaving Cornell to go out to Arizona. And I Arizona didn't agree State. with you at the time. You didn't agree with me at the time, but you, I think you now did. i I you I'd have to I have to agree with you. Um, no, I don't think he's going to make the next step, and that's I hate to say it because he was one of the most. Amazing, fun wrestlers to watch when he was in college. He was so senior year. He was so so dominant. He was super dominant. His so dominant, but he hasn't made that that jump at the senior level. And it's funny because we'll see one day. You see this amazing, you know, the old school Nation Garrett, and then the next match, it's it's like what happened. You know, and so yeah. no, I don't think he's going to take the next step. And funny, you brought that up because that was one of the big things that stood out for me was his performance this weekend. To be truthfully honest, I thought it was great when he beat Cody Brewer, but the way Cologne went out and manhandled him. Um, and I'll say this: I think Cologne's pretty underrated. He's not a household name. He didn't come from a major inst- institution. He's like He's a journeyman Iowa. to me, though. He's, a he's not going to
1: make a team. You think he's going to make a team? You think he's going to beat Kendrick Maple to make the sixty-one team, dude?
0: You think Kendrick Maple's making 61 with day of weigh No. I hope so. We need somebody there. If Logan Steber is, isn't making 61 with day of weigh there's no way Kendrick Maple's making that. He looked... Well, he got skinny ankles, though. I mean, I can't describe how he looked without being... Without saying something that would sound insensitive, he, he looked sucked out at 61 kilograms. <laughs> I know what you were going to say. <laughs> you, you don't, but he didn't look good at 61 kilograms. He wrestled pretty well, but not with Day of Weigh-In's, man. No yeah. way. No All right. Way. All right.
1: Well, you know, th- then I don't know who's going to be our 61-kilogram representative. I really next don't.
0: Year I, I, honestly, with Day of
1: Weigh-In's, you talking really about Joey don't. Cologne? Well, I good. don't know
0: I, I don't think Look, obviously Everybody that's going to be competing You know, at the You know, for, for the world spot And the Olympic spot Didn't compete this weekend of the Schultz, obviously I don't know who it's going to be
1: Tyler Graff I mean, who, who the heck Are we talking about? You Nato? Make, Nathan you make, Tomasello?
0: You make a great point with Graff
1: Well, Tomasello and, beat him Tomasello Last in the rest. Well.
0: You make a great point With Tomasello as well um, And then the other one The other thing that stood
1: out to me Is Heflin I like him at 92 I think that's a good way for him
0: yeah, he looked good. I'm not so sure how tough the competition was for him this weekend. Um I think he beat Riley LaFever um in the finals. LaFever was a four-time D2 D2 national champ. NAIA. No. Wabash is not NAIA. Oh, I'm wrong. I'm thinking of somebody different. You're right. Um you know, so I'm not so sure how tough the the competition is was this weekend for him, but Heflin has shown over the last 6 or 7 months that he can compete with most anybody around his weight. I mean, he he's had some great performances. You know somebody that stood out to me. Who's that? Kellen Russell Every time you think Kellen Russell's getting Too long in the tooth <laughs> so He comes to. back And he puts on a performance I looked at the stats the today like
1: Who'd he beat uh, Hunter Stieber he, Or he beat um, The dude Mario Mason right
0: I think it was Mason and Chamberlain Yeah he beat Chamberlain in the finals well, it, Yeah
1: so And then Mario Mason I think beat um, um, uh, Hunter Stieber In the semis <sighs> What was that again Was that 70 It
0: was uh, 70 kilograms Yeah
1: 70 kilograms yeah.
0: You know, yeah, great He won that, he's not going to be a player Yeah, because it, James
1: Green's our man
0: No, I'm sorry I, th- I said he beat Chamberlain in the finals That's not true uh, Mario He beat Mason. Mario Mason in the Yeah, game. Mario Mason beat Steber in the semis Russell beat Chamberlain in the semis And then uh, Russell beat Mason in the finals Well, you were right You, were saying, yeah. you said he beat them both Yeah, so, so uh, it, But every time you think he's getting old It's like all of a sudden he comes back And puts on a performance like this um, You know what? <clears throat> we can't we can't overlook the impact of day of weigh-ins. We don't know who's going to be where when the big tourneys come out, You know, when, when, when the real stuff is on the line. it's so. not going to
1: flesh itself out until after the NCAA season. Sure. That's
0: for sure. John Reeder had a pretty dominating performance this weekend. Um, as far as the men go, I thought it was kind of, eh, wasn't a whole it lot was. There. It was.
1: I looked up the brackets of the past two years before
0: this year. This, this was a down year for the Schultz. I thought so, too. Down year. You know what, though? On the women's side, there was actually some cool stories on the women's side, in my opinion. One. Well, tell me about them. The return of Adeline Gray. Yes. Yeah. Adeline Gray, you know, multi-time, you know, world Three-time. World champ, right? Yeah, three-time yeah. world champ. Comes back. Uh, she ends up uh, winning the Dave Schultz, beating Tamir Menza, who was our world team representative this year in the finals. Um, you and think semis, she sticks around? So she
1: beat uh, Waters. Did, or not Waters. Um, uh, yeah, it might be Waters. Who's the young girl from Iowa?
0: Uh, Rachel Waters is from Iowa. Yeah. She wrestles for Oklahoma City.
1: Yeah, um, she beat her in the semis. She's kind of a young up and comer. Uh, do I think you asked the question? Do I think that Adeline Gray is going to be a representative this no, year?
0: Do you think she sticks around? You think she? You think she's coming back?
1: Oh yeah, I, 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 see, I see. Look, I think the Olympics probably left a salty taste in her mouth.
0: Yeah, it's a good Olympic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Good so, point. Yeah, I think she's. I think
1: she's going to want to stick around.
0: There was another phenomenal performance on the women's side as well. And I'm not, I'm not sure a lot of people quite understand like how phenomenal this was. And there's actually a little bit of story to it. And that's at 62 kilograms, Kayla Miracle. So Kayla Miracle, um, she's actually got some Ohio ties. Um, she wrestles for Campbellsville. Um, she won the 62 kilogram bracket out there. She actually defeated her teammate from Campbellsville in the finals, Grace Bullen. Grace Bullen is from Norway. She is a freshman at Campbellsville this year, but she's actually ranked fifth in the world on the senior circuit at, I think, 58 kilograms, I think. Oh, she came over here to wrestle? 57 or 58 kilograms.
1: But she came over here to wrestle? Yeah, so,
0: long story short, Um, she's got an amazing... Uh, Grace Bullen has an amazing backstory. You know, she... Her family um were refugees and they were able to escape, you know, from Norway. Places. No, they were able to escape multiple places and seek refuge in Norway. Um she found, you know, kind of her her passion in wrestling. She's been extremely successful. She's been a uh world champion at the youth level. She's won European championships on the senior and the youth level. She's won a lot. She's currently ranked fifth in the world. Um she was out here I think training at Colorado Springs at the Olympic Training Center and um just it just kind of had this idea. She started talking to coaches about coming out here, going actually to college. super interesting story. Yeah. Going to college, um, bettering herself, you know, be a better representative of her country and who she is and things like that. So she goes to she picks Campbellsville, and Campbellsville, if I'm not mistaken, actually has a history or a little bit of a. Um, this isn't the first time that they've you know recruited people from from outside of the country. Um, and so she goes out there, she's a freshman this year and she's wrestling in the Schultz and her and Kayla Miracle are, you know, teammates. Kayla Miracle, for the people that don't know, is actually a three-time WCWA champion. Um, she's a senior this year. See, she's actually seeking to become the fourth four-time WCWA champion, um, in its history. And, um, Kayla had a pretty difficult bracket to navigate. Um, you know, I think in the first round after she had a first round bye, so in the quarter she had to uh, meet an opponent from Japan who was a former cadet world champ. Um, and then after that, she had to she had to beat a three-time senior world team member from Korea. What's Kayla Miracle's uh, uh credentials in terms of uh international success? Do you know? Off the top of my head, I don't know. I have fine. to look that up. I'm um, no, you know, honest no. with you. Um, I know she has she has medaled at the world level, at the cadet and junior level. I believe. Okay, but that's all I was really asking. Believe, is, yeah. Does she have <clears> age level medals? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, so she she runs through this Korean, and then that puts her in this match against Grace Bullen. And again, people, Grace Bullen ranked fifth in the world at the senior women's freestyle level. That that's pretty big. That's huge, and it's on, she's on her team, and which she's is on her team. Awesome in terms of training. And she's on her team, and not only did Miracle win the match, she dominated her. After getting out to a nine to nothing lead, she pins her. Oh my goodness! So I thought so that Kayla was – Kayla Miracle's the truth. I mean, I think she's the real deal. Obviously, so it'll be interesting to see. You know, it'll be interesting to see, interesting to see how her senior season this year plays out at Campbellsville and what she goes on to do after that on the senior. Anybody challenging her this year? Is she is she no, gonna win it? No, All no. Right? I think. Uh, well, not...
1: Hey, congratulations to Kayla Miracle on her fourth title.
0: <laughs> not till February, man. Not till February. Um, but yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and you got to give a shout out to Victoria Anthony, man. Inside trip and way. Miss
1: Inside trip, she is the queen of our podcast. She really is, Miss Inside Trip.
0: You know, if we ever change our logo, she's the next one in line. Okay, she's the next one in line. I'm down with that.
1: Okay, so enough of this, enough of this Dave Schultz talk. You know, you know, we, you know, we love our international wrestling, but dude, the Buckeyes are back, baby. The boys are back in town.
0: I don't know that song. The boys are back. The boys are back. The boys are back in town. Why did the Buckeyes go to the Princeton Open instead of the Michigan State Open this year? Because. <laughs> 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 That's a great question. I was asking that same question. I think it's because Tom
1: Ryan and um, Snyder and them were doing a, um, doing a, uh, a clinic up there.
0: At the NWCA. Yeah, L- the NWCA, which
1: was, which was at, uh, in uh, Philly. Which is close to Princeton, right?
0: Well, the NWCA was actually at Princeton.
1: Oh, yeah. That so was probably pretty <laughs> <Dummy>. close. That <laughs> so was pretty close. And then um, and
0: Kyle, uh, and, uh, Colin Moore was a wrestler. So I, I'm guessing didn't. that's that's he the reason why. Because I, there was much better competition at the Michigan State Open. And, and I think typically in the past, they went to the Michigan State they Open. They went to the Michigan correct. State Open and then the Eastern Michigan Open sometimes, too, I thought. That's correct. Uh, but yeah, you're right, they're back, man They actually won seven weight classes They won they have seven champs
1: You know, you ask a, good, you ask a great question I, You know, look It's something that we can get really excited about, right? The Ohio State wrestling team is Back on the mat, ready to rock There's a couple things that i made maybe more excited than just, than just them being back One, obviously Bo Jordan's health The fact that he's actually wrestling I'm this, this early in the season I'm pumped about that It's awesome But you know, it was a good early season test It's not without some Thoughts of mine about some concerns, right, but you know I'm a fan, and like all fans, we try to say we're optimistic, but we're not we're always fans are always a little bit cynical, okay, because if you're cynical, you're safe, you know if you overreach and say, we're going to do all this and this, and you lose, well then you're not safe. preach to me, but if you're if you're cynical and you win, you can say, Ah well, you know, I'm still a fan of their team
0: you know what. Ohio State Buckeyes, you know We had so much high hopes Midsummer, end of summer And then we got a little bit bad news Alright, Tomasello injury um, Then McKenna had an injury And then now Colin Moore's got an injury But to flip that we're getting positive news again. Thomasello is way ahead of schedule on his return. McKenna's was a non-issue. Colin Moore's, you know, leg injury is minor. That's why he they out said of the they All-Star expect him to wrestle at the ASU open okay. or excuse me, ASU, duel. the ASU duel this weekend. Um, for the Buckeyes to go out this weekend and perform the way they did, I thought they did a fantastic job. Plus, to get to see some of these new guys, especially a guy like Braken Mead. Um, is it Bracken or Bracken? Bracken. Okay, Bracken Mead. I'm I don't sorry. know actually. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you, you said it with so much emphasis. It's, it's <laughs> Bracken for sure. All right, we'll go Bracken. You know, Bracken Mead filling in for Thomas Solo at 125. He actually had a pretty good tournament. He places. Um, you know, the guy who surprised me the most this weekend was Tayshawn Campbell. Okay. To be truthfully honest,
1: uh, you know, he dominated three Tech Falls and a major decision in the finals, but he didn't really wrestle anybody. Right, right. But you're right. It shows that he is. He's ready. He's ready. Like, he's look, he's ready to wrestle. Trust me. He had a better, he had a better tournament than Bo Jordan or Micah Jordan did. Now granted they didn't wrestle the same, you know, type of competition, but you know, he, he wrestled really well. So let's start this kind of out. Okay, so you say Bracken Mead, he he places fourth. He has a he has a nice tournament. Um he'll be a a good backup.
0: I think he'll be a good backup this year. At least we have a backup this year at one twenty five. Last year we had no backup.
1: Well, yeah, and towards the end of the year it was almost like we didn't have freaking have a starter either. Yeah. True
0: story, no offense to anyone, but it's, it's a legitimate truth I mean, yeah, I don't know We is. had no depth last year at 125 This year we got depth Not only do we have depth, we got one of the top guys in the country But we got a guy like Bracken Mead who can fill in Ohio State champ You know Duke is scrap. Yeah, I mean, so at least we have people to put out there So go ahead What do you make
1: of Pletcher? Did you, did you look at his results? I didn't get to watch the match because we're on track But, you know, I looked at all the results He had multiple close matches against opponents that, you know, to me shouldn't be based on his pedigree and his history um
0: that close. So here's the deal. Look, Pletcher basically had matches of eleven to five win, three to two, and then a ten to four win and sudden victory to put him in the finals. Um which he ultimately I think won uh ten to seven. Yeah, he won another finals. close match. So uh, you and I had this conversation before. Pletcher is an amazing wrestler. He's got all-American potential all day long, especially at 133 pounds. Um, he's not an offensive juggernaut. I don't think he rides the best, so I expect to see him in a lot of close matches this year. But you know what? I'll put that. I say that with the fact that he knows how to win close matches.
1: He does, and that, I'm okay with that. But is he a Dean Hile type? And so, so I was, I no. was, I was, I was, I, was pon- no. I was pondering that question. Right. No. So I went back and looked at his. I looked at his last year. Because I have high expectations for Luke Pletcher
0: Dean Howe placed fourth as a freshman No he's not a Dean Hyle type
1: I understand that You know Luke Pletcher was also wrestling up So But no I'm talking about In terms of He wins a lot of close matches I'm not talking about Yeah obviously Dean Hyle has proved that You know he's Joey McKenna wins a lot of close matches But, but what I'm trying to say is Do I need to temper some expectations on Pletcher Because at this point I was almost penciling him mean, in as an All-American So I went, I went back So after this tournament I was kind of concerned Alright. I mean dude he wrestled close matches. He you know, he beat a guy in overtime who we don't know a lot about yet. Last year, his best wins, Colton McChrystal, he beat him at Big Tens, so that was a pretty damn good win. Uh, Smith from uh Bucknell, Sinan and Keener. Those were the those are the wins that pointed out to me. He had eight bonus points wins last year, um, and that includes one thirty three and one forty one. Out of, you know I don't know exactly how many wins he had, but it was over twenty. So it wasn't the high prolific plur- bonus rate against some of the lesser opponents. He beat he he majored tech you know some of the really lesser opponents. But other opponents that weren't that great, but still decent, he still had close matches with. And, so uh, to me that shows that I'm not sure Fletcher is going to major a bunch of people, but then again, he's got some decent wins.
0: And that's the thing. And th- and that's the thing I think th- the key thing about Luke Pletcher is that one he knows how to win two he's not an offensive juggernaut. He may not blow out guys that you think he should, but he's going to win those matches you know whether it's eleven to five or whether it's fourteen to five he's going to win those matches against those guys he's going to keep you in matches against the upper echelon guys at that weight class um and provide you a chance to win those matches as well. I'm not concerned with that. I, you know, you just have to accept the fact that he's not going to be a Logan Stever or Nathan Tomasello, where he's racking up bonus points and just being an offensive juggernauts. At least
1: not this year, right?
0: Yeah, at least not this year. No, I, I agree with you. I, I just he's because he's a little one-dimensional. Look, he's hard to be ridden. So I'll give him that. He He's one of the guys on the on the Ohio State team that can get out from bottom. Um, he's good on his feet when he's not heavy on his lead foot. But his top game needs work. It needs refinement. It needs work. He doesn't have much of a top game. Okay. So when you're like that, you're not going to see a lot of blowout victories.
1: All right. I, I just wanted to see if I needed to temper my expectations on him. And and I think that you kind of talked me out of that. I, I, I think I, I still agree that. I think he's going to be really solid. Look, if anything, if it proves last year he had some really nice wins and he competed very well up a weight class, maybe he was just getting used to the
0: weight. Could have been. You know, I mean, he's cutting back down. And he was a true freshman last year. And also, let's put it this way. We always have to temper expectations when it's the first event of the year. I mean, it's a long season. It's an absolutely long season.
1: Yeah, I mean, there will be guys. If if you would ask me at this time last year, Jose Rodriguez is freaking making the podium, (laughs) right?
0: (laughs) I did ask you, and you said that. Yeah, it was dumb. Um, You know, I think the Buckeyes did what they were supposed to do this weekend. Um, It was a great warm up for their duel this weekend against Arizona State. What do you think about Keyshawn Hayes? I think I really like the way he
1: performed this weekend.
0: I think going up to one hundred and forty nine pounds. And doing what he did, especially getting a win over a, a, a ranked Bannister. guy like Baby J. Yeah. yeah. To me, that's great. That builds confidence. It says, I can I can compete at this weight class. And three techs with, where they didn't score a point on him and a fall. Yeah. I mean, the, the dude can work
1: it on top, too. Oh, he's and real that's good what's on up. top.
0: He's real good on top.
1: And look, but bottom line is, I think Hayes is a big question mark on the team because he's moving up a weight. I think he's at 41. And, and you know, the... I, you know I might have to eat some crow Because there's something to be said about the fact that he's up at 40, 49 now You know he said In that interview It's easier to all American at 49 than it is at 41 Which we all agree with But uh, we didn't necessarily like the way You know <laughs> what he said
0: No 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 Hold up When we said that on that podcast episode A few episodes ago And we got the little nasty Graham email from the anonymous email guy Thank you by the way we love talk talking wrestling Um I think everything was taken out of context. My original comment was, it just goes to show how little respect Dean Hile gets well, from I get everyone, you. all wrestlers, the, to win it, the yeah. wrestling community yeah. in general. It was not a knock towards Keyshawn Hayes. At the end of the day, he's probably right. It probably is easier well, no, he is right. to win 141 than it is 149. But it just, even me saying that goes to show... The lack of respect that Dean Heil gets for what he's done Well, no, and, I,
1: and, and see, for me, I, what, what I took issue with Is the fact that the, the, that shouldn't even have been said But we, we don't need to go back and forth onto this But, you know, bottom line is, you know, go after it He did, okay And you know what, he's going to have another test here And we'll talk about that in a little, little bit But I like the way he wrestled I think he's going to slot in really nice at 49 If he puts on some weight, um Really happy with Keyshawn Hayes this weekend. You talked about Campbell, three techs, and a major decision in the finals. So, 174, Bojo, he's the champ. Dude, first time we've seen him wrestle this early since his freshman year. Yeah,
0: healthy. Looked good doing it. He did need to
1: come from behind win, though, against Ryder. What do you think about that?
0: uh, If you need to come from behind wins against Ryder, are you talking about beating Valencia and Hall? I'm not concerned. It's November. All right, tell me about that then. I I just did. I, again, it goes back to it's it's the first event of the season. I'm not concerned. These guys are going out there. Uh, some are wrestling tight. Some are wrestling loose. Some are just trying to get in the groove of things again. I'm not concerned the, whether you had need a whether you need a come from behind uh, victory to win or whether you dominate. He still won. You know what I did like is that he's working it on top again too, and that's the important thing. His freshman year. Sophomore year He dominated top, Dominated Remember when he beat The
1: hell out of Solzer? Yes And he, then he pinned His dude in the finals For third and fourth Who was the
0: dude From Illinois Was it Jackson Morse uh, Yeah That he just
1: Completely Bonana split yeah. Him in like The oh, first period Yeah
0: like I think he tapped out I think he tapped out Because his bonanas Were splitting Yeah I would have too So
1: oh, alright 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 See I like you're, you're talking me Off the ledge here A little bit About Baja mm-hmm. State Because I, I was expecting Ten champs Tech falls all the way through
0: No look it's, it's the beginning Of the year Ben You know who
1: else Look good though My Mar Mymar, he, bonus point, rolled his way, all the way. And then he beat Fag Davis in the finals by another bonus point. That guy guy was ranked.
0: Yep. So Mymar, I think he is a key cog to this year. And here's my thoughts about Miles Martin. And to me, Miles Martin is kind of the, for a lack of better terms, I'm going to call him the silent assassin in the Ohio State Buckeyes. I like this. I like where you're going. The silent assassin. Mamar busted onto the scene his freshman year, getting pulled out of red shirt, put on an amazing run at the NCAA tournament to capture that upset victory over Bo Nickel in the finals and earn the NCAA championship. Last year, look, let's just keep it real. He took one for the team. He bumped up to 184 pounds and a monster weight class and loaded weight class. Um, not only did he have to get acclimated to the size, to the wrestling style But to the people in there I mean you got Bo Nickel You got Gabe Deans You had a whole litany of people Sammy Brooks Who were amazing wrestlers In that weight class And he did it And it wasn't always pretty And you know what He still came out With a 5th place All-American finish That's right okay. He grinded it out
1: He beat a guy In the round of 12 um, From ODU What was his name again uh, Returning All-American Deckow. Okay yeah Jack Deckow. To okay. All-American Correct
0: Who Correct. guy he lost to Earlier in the year Correct That's nutting up right there Exactly That's nutting up So Now, this year, on this Ohio State team, think about this Ohio State team. You've got Nathan Tomasello, all right, a national champ. Uh, He's only lost one match the last two years. He's finished third Um, both of those years. Well, he lost to
1: Gilman and uh, um, to to, uh, Clark.
0: Right. In the last two years, he's lost one match each season. Oh, okay. each season. Yeah, okay. he's placed third. Uh, you bring in McKenna. There's all these high hopes and expectations of McKenna. You've got Hayes bumping up. You've got Micah Jordan going up after placing, you know, what fourth last year, um, or was fourth or fifth? I can't. It remember. was fourth. Was it fourth? Yeah, fourth. Only two losses yeah. for Swanson. You know, Tayshawn Campbell comes in. People are wanting to see what he does. Bo Jordan's back. They say injury free. Obviously, C- Colin Moore's the favorite at 97, and you've got Captain America, uh, Kyle Snyder, heavyweight. So. Which to me kind of leaves Miles Martin a little under the radar. Okay. And this and year. Under the radar as a returning champ can be, right? Exactly. So he's. This year, he's going to be acclimated size wise to the weight. Look at the number one guy he's got to beat in that weight class, Bo Nickel. He's done it twice. All right. Who's the one guy that's proven he can beat Bo Nickel in college? It's, it's uh, Miles Martin That's it's it Miles Martin. That's okay. it So,
1: So and, and Jackson From Indiana I don't think you gotta worry about him That was a while ago
0: So I, I think we're gonna see A different Miles Martin this year Than we have Than we got to see last year You don't year. think
1: he's gonna drop Those those matches You think that The only person that can challenge him Potentially would be um, Mr.
0: Nickel no, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying... Well,
1: I'm, I'm not sure that that's not a bad thing to say.
0: Well, you still got some. You still got guys like Pete Renda, okay? Ah, uh, who, who he, are very, he, very, he did lose to last year. Yeah. But then beat in the, beating the off season. You know, a very formidable opponent. What I'm saying is I think you're going to see a much more prepared physically and mentally Miles Martin this year, um, which it will lead to a much more confident Miles Martin. You may still see that hiccup from time to time. He may not go undefeated, but that's okay. But I think he's going to be... Um, a more seasoned, savvied, confident guy in that lineup. Agreed. And Couldn't agree more. He's just going he's, he's to get the job done. So you talked about
1: Captain America, but you know, I'd like to highlight one other person. At 285, uh, Ohio State's uh, redshirt freshman, uh, I think it's Chase Singletary. It is Chase Singletary. He won it, and he, he beat did. Kevin Snyder in the finals. So you know, that's two Ohio State guys in the finals there. So I, I think that you know, although obviously nobody will ever replace Kyle Snyder, Ever in the history of wrestling until until maybe Gable Stevenson comes along, but you don't know until somebody comes along, um, it, it's nice to have a, a Chase Singletary as our as our uh, as our uh, next guy up next year. So, so you, know,
0: you know what? Look, I, I sent a message out to you guys after that, and I said, "Wow, I'm su- a little surprising to me to see Chase Singletary." beat kevin snyder the way he did eight to two and i kind of took a little grief from that but what i meant was it's a pleasant surprise because kevin snyder's a guy that's been around for a bit all right physically mature singletary the knock on him last year was yeah he's got great skills but his body is a little immature um and for him to go out there and dominate a guy like that um that that leads to great hope i don't think he's going singletary is not going to be the kyle snyder type a, no, is no, he going no. to be a Tommy Rollins type? Yeah. I, I think be?
1: that I think that the only person that's gonna keep Singletary from winning it is probably Gable Stevenson, so
0: you know. And he God, he's so good. He G- is Gable good. Stevens and,
1: is really and we'll chat about him in a little bit. But you know, it, it's good to see Singletary. Hey, we've got a champ there just as a red shirt.
0: Absolutely. So Ohio State, great performance this weekend. A nice tune up for this uh for this uh, their first duel this season against Arizona State at home in Columbus. I was just pumped to see the Buckeyes, baby. The boys are back in town. They are back.
1: You know who else is back? Who? Uh Zeke Moisey. Voice <laughs> Zeke Zeke is definitely back.
0: <laughs> you know, <if> anyway. <laughs> After uh, injury-plagued, uh...
1: well, he redshirted last year, and the year before that, I think he was injured,
0: wasn't he? Yeah. Or did he redshirt last year? No, because in 2015
1: injured. he made the finals. Correct. 16. Yeah, you're right. He injured himself, and no, and that's 16, 17. He redshirted, which was redshirt. last year. You're right. This you're year. right. So, yeah. He's so he's definitely back. He, well, I mean, he's, he, he he exists as a person. So, you know, some of our topics we wanted to talk about were, like, any other surprises at at some of the Opens this tournament. And two things stuck out to me. Um, One was uh, Sertzes, you know. Hold off on Sertzes. And the other was Zeke Moisey. Okay, so as I said, 2015, let me tell you who Zeke Moisey beat at the NCAA tournament. He beat— Thomas Gilman. Well, well, yeah, he did beat Thomas Gilman. Eddie Kamara. Yeah, Nashon Garrett. And Chase Tolbertson or whatever the guy was named from Utah Valley. Mm -hmm. That's three All-Americans and a guy that was perennially ranked in the top twenty. But you know who he didn't beat? He didn't beat Nathan Tomasello. That's true. I
0: just wanted to put that out there. Check. check, And then, and then
1: uh, the next year he beat Ethan Lezak. Yep. He beat Darian Cruz. Um, you know, and he beat some and he beat some other pretty tough studs. He got hurt. He got hurt. I know. He got hurt. Yeah. But he dropped a couple matches. This year he comes out and. He's already he lost twice Both to the same guy No he, well, he lost to Lamont Twice I thought he lost to
0: Grimacci. He lost to Lamont in the duel And he lost to Lamont In an open tournament Did he not lose to Gr- What is it Gromachie or Gromachie From um, Cleary He may have You have to check that out I mean I don't know But I know he's lost to Lamont Twice this week Okay Which proves to me That the Lamont first victory Which I think was a pin In the duel It might have been a pin In the duel It was a pin and and In sudden overtime victory. Yeah. yeah Then he lost again By decision or major I don't know exactly What it is So don't Send me don't at me with the oh the statistics are wrong, but he lost him twice. One there's one thing. Look, it's just it's surprising to me that 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 a returning finalist struggles this much. Okay, well it's not surprising to me, Ben. Well, tell me why. Because first and foremost. And no disrespect to to Zeke Moisey, what he did his freshman year at the NCAA tournament was amazing. And being there to watch it live... It wasn't like the bracket fell apart. One of the most memorable experiences I'll I'll ever have. But his whole season up to that was very inconsistent. And even after that, he's always been inconsistent. But he was a true freshman then. So you can kind of excuse that. If there's one thing you could say about him, he's consistently inconsistent. I don't think he'll ever replicate what he did his freshman year at the NCAA tournament. Now, he can get hot. He's, shown, did it at- he's shown he can get hot at tournaments. Yeah, he did that at the Scoffle. What year? Sophomore year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So, if you can get a healthy Zeke Moisey at the NCAA tournament, catch fire, he's d- as dangerous as anyone can be. But you know what? You're going to see this stuff from him throughout the regular season.
1: Okay so you just think you just think that he's going to
0: he's just going to lose matches. He's he's going to lose matches. For what reason I don't know. I don't know if he's checked out, if he's lost interest, if he's got injuries, if he's you know Knocked up three girls at West Virginia campus. I don't know. It could be interesting. They party up there, dude. I've never been.
1: Oh, my God. I've been to Morgantown when I was wrestling at Slippery Rock. Morgantown's only like an hour and a half away.
0: You think Earl Smith has been there? He's from Virginia. Uh Is that just the west side of Virginia? No, I don't
1: think Earl's probably not been there. Earl's probably been there back in his day, though. (laughs) But I tell you what, they party up in there. Um, Anyway. But, you you
0: know, Sammy the Bull. West Virginia's down, though, bro. It's down, but, Ben, seriously... Uh, Look, everybody says, Sammy the Bull, Sammy the Bull is down. He's not doing his job. When have they ever been up? Take away the Zeke Moisey run at the NCAA Finals. When have they been up? Well, the Jones brothers did pretty damn good. The Jones brothers? What, the Jonas brothers? What, when they were putting out CDs? What are you talking about? Virtuous and Greg Jones. That was before Sammy the Bull. <laughs> I, no, oh, I thought you meant when? when no, is ever s- West Virginia Talking, you know, they, there was so much, so much, you know. But why is that team not good? Hold on. There was so much excitement when Sammy Henson took over West Virginia. Rightfully so. He's been an amazing assistant coach for so many years. But people are talking about it's down. It's down. When has it ever been up since he took over? Take away Zeke Moisey's run. What else have we had? You're right. Jake Smith. Okay. Yeah. He was a decent wrestler. Dylan Contrell after he transferred. Okay. Was a decent wrestler. But what have we had from West Virginia that shows that the the program was on the rise? People got excited because his first year was Moisey's first year, I believe. Moisey put on the memorable run at the NCAA tournament. But, Sisson, what's happened? I'll tell you what's happened. You can't recruit people to West Virginia. Who wants to go to Morgantown? Morgantown's an awesome place. Really? I don't see you trying to move out there.
1: Well, I'm I'm also bald and fat and old.
0: (laughs) You (laughs) You sound like half of West Virginia's wrestling team. I'm kidding. I kid. I kid. (laughs) I kid. Don't choke. Don't choke,
1: dude. If I was in college again, I'd go to West Virginia in a heartbeat, bro. Um, Trust me, that place is a party animal place. I believe it is. But seriously,
0: I mean, honestly, look, I I just, all right, all right, Zeke Moisey. I I get what you're saying. You know, look, Zeke Moisey is going to be a guy that he's dangerous. you put him at the right situation at the right time against the right opponent, and he's going to beat some good guys. But don't ex- you should expect these types of I losses. guess there's a lot of people.
1: A lot of people were like, oh, where's Zeke Moisey fit in this year? Right? Well, a lot of people said that. He's ranked high, too. And I think that you know we see that he fits in maybe like 10 to 15.
0: I would say that's probably pretty fair, 10 to 15, considering 125 isn't super deep this year
1: it it's it's not deep with top end talent but it's it's right. there's right. a lot yeah there's right. a lot there's a lot of people around the same way so you said hold off on uh as t-shirts but dude my how the mighty have fallen with him as a uh, freshman he wins an nta title correct
0: and one of the most amazing freshman season memorable NCAA tournaments i can remember i just remember him jumping up into uh Periano's arms, blood gushing out of his eyes. Gushing. You know, I mean, and I remember remember that night after the NCAA finals, we went to that what was it, Kenny Rogers yeah. or whatever it was? Yeah, it
1: was some bar down in Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. City,
0: whatever some some country bar. Yeah, him and, and his brother walked in. Western comes in for their their you know their post NCAA celebration dinner, and he's his eyes all bandaged up, and I'm just like, what a flipping warrior! I'm like man. that dude's about to win some titles. Yes, that's what we were all thinking. Next year, you know what he does? He goes out and he follows the Dustin Slater path. He takes third. Yeah, and he gets a little hurt. Gets a little hurt. Yeah, and after, that, after that, two and two, two and two. But that's when life's problems got in the way. I get him, that. All right? I get that. Just let's let's be, can we be a little sen- can we just be a little understanding? Yeah, man?
1: no, I understand. I'm understanding. Okay. But what I'm trying to think is, and, and, and this sounds harsh, but has he lost his love for the sport for wrestling to wrestle? Which a lot of things can do that to you I tell you what I'm nowhere near what Jason Sertzis was But I couldn't look at a wrestling result For like three years When I was done wrestling I lost my love so much for wrestling I hated it I hated the sport I hated what it took from me And I hated how much I gave And I was so sick of it And this to me looks like a guy
0: Look You don't lose that talent man you don't lose the talent, Ben, and I'm not sure he's lost the love for the sport. I don't think you lose the love for the sport. Oh, you then, can. Let no, me tell you, you can. I, I know you can. Just hear me out without interrupting, all right? Feedback. Remember the feedback we got? Yeah. Okay, stop interrupting. <laughs> That's just another knock at anonymous Mr. Wrestling fan. Uh, anyway, I don't think you lose the love for the sport and then transfer to a major wrestling school like Arizona State, okay? Okay. I think you still have a burning desire there to compete. The problem is, here's where the problem lies in my eyes. Arizona State competed at the Michigan State Open this weekend, right? That's right. Okay. They had five guys enter at 157 pounds. And not just five scrubs. Five really good guys. Okay? He lost to one of them. And he did. But But think about this. Josh Shields, Surtzis, Pag DeLeau, Oliver Pierce, who was once a top recruit, I think he even went to high school with Bo Nickel, and then Andy Gandara, who Andy Gandara himself won two matches at this tournament. So, the issue to me is is bigger than just certsus for Arizona State. You have a massive log jam with exceptional talent at 157 pounds, and where do they go? Because 149, you got Maruca. 165, you've got Valencia. So here you've got five guys who are really good, but only one of them, out of all five, there's only one All-American, one national champion, and he didn't perform I get all this that. weekend. What do you do? Well, here's the thing, though. You, you say there's five guys, and, and I get that. Okay,
1: it's a log jam at Arizona State, but what uh, is it, Pag... Pagaleo. He was a, Pagaleo? Pagaleo. Yeah. He,
0: was, was a 49-pounder. He, he
1: wasn't the only guy that he lost to. I understand. I, I understand that. Searches <laughs> lost to another guy. He did. And he lost to Shields and the Rasseloff. Yep. I think that's pretty well known.
0: Look, obviously Searches isn't going to be the starter. So what
1: the hell? In fact, That's why I, my question started. My how the mighty have fallen. Or I guess, I don't know. I just it, to me it's it's almost like a sad story,
0: man. I think you know when I look back on Surtis' career, I'm gonna equate it a lot to Dustin Slater's career. Now Dustin Slater had injury problems. Okay, Dustin Slater burst onto the scene as a freshman as Beat Esposito the, in the finals, beating multiple times. Okay, you know, had an, an amazing freshman season, freshman national champ, you know, looked like he was going to become the greatest ever. The next year, he took third as well. After Lost that, the Gillespie, I think. It was injuries, semis. after that, he had injuries, was able to squeak out another seventh place finish, I think, after that to become a three-time All-American. Right. Um, Didn't All-American as a senior. Correct. Bad injuries. Um, you know, searches along the same lines, has had a lot of the same issues, Co- national champion, third place finisher, injuries on top of the injuries though, the personal problems, the death of the best friend, the death of a sister, all those types of things. transferring transferring the whole grades issue with Northwestern. You know, it, as, Let me ask you as, this. as a young no, I want to finish. as a young guy like that, that you know, even as a mature man such as myself, that would weigh heavily on me. Think about how that well, mature, weighs heavily <laughs> on a 24 or 25 year old kid. I I I, I completely
1: agree. I want to see him finish his career, man Like I, 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 I at least wanted to see him, you know, go give it a go I'm not sure we're going to see it this year Unless unless the Valencia brothers bump up I, I, He's not going to start I don't think he can make 49 If he can make 49, I think he can beat Maruka I really do uh, And we can talk about that a little bit later But I don't think he can make 49 healthily And he's not beating Shields Why the hell did he choose Arizona State to go to?
0: I don't know. I really don't know, to be truthfully honest. Um I'm a sucker for happy endings and you know, being a, a guy from, you know, a state that I was born in, Indiana, I I I wanna see searches go out like with a happy ending. Um, I'm just not sure it's gonna happen. Like, I, we I all mean, want not. a happy ending, man. There's no doubt about that. What you do at Asian massage parlors on your own <laughs> business, Ben? I'm just saying it's we all want one. <laughs> all
1: right, man. So those are the two like major shocks, and I shouldn't say major shocks, but things at the open that I thought that were like really interesting. You got anything else that you want to talk about about you know some of the regular opens that happened?
0: I thought there were some good matches at the open tournament. Oh, absolutely. One of the things that stood out to me was how about Chad Red beating Tommy Thorne? And and I think that was just I think that was just an, another thing coming,
1: um, Tommy Thorne. Great pedigree, obviously. I mean, that's a pedigree. Isn't he
0: the one that stuck Joey McKenna yep. last year in overtime? The Tournament? Yeah, yeah. all American. All American.
1: Um, kind of came, kind of came out like he wasn't projected to be an all American. Really good wrestler, but Chad Redman, four time Indiana State champ, beat Lou Pletcher before at the yep. who's number one. Yep, one of the top ranked recruits. Yeah. Dude was real good. Had some nice matches at the um, at the Midlands last year. It doesn't surprise me, right? I mean, I think 41 is going to be a barn burner. I think you look at Chad Ratt. I think you look at Cannon Store. I think you look at Yanni Giacomo Hollis. Those are three freshmen, and I'll tell you what right now, and there's not a lot of places to go, but I bet
0: you two of them All-American. Really? And that is a freaking deep weight. That's a ballsy prediction, especially at a very deep weight. A ballsy deep weight. So let's talk about 141 real quick. Top eight ranked guys right now. I mean, I, seriously, look at this. Because right, you're I'm talking looking. about a Chad Red up. and a Canaan Store, possibly all american um, You know, obviously you got Dean Hile number one. Well, don't forget Yanni. I know. I understand. And Yanni, you got Dean Hile one, Jack two, Meredith three, freaking super red-hot Ironman four. You got a guy like Ashnal who who might red-shirt this year, might open up a eh, maybe, yeah. maybe. You know, Joey McKenna, and then at 7 8 you got T- Chad Red, Tommy Thorne. Um you got like you said Yanni Diakam. Diak- Di- Diakam Hollis. Hollis. But you got um, but then
1: you got guys like Jared Prince who had a hell of a freshman Josh season. Josh
0: Albert, who I've always thought is just waiting for that breakout season. Yeah. Um Ryan Deal from Maryland, I think showed this summer that he is somebody to be reckoned with as well. It's a super deep wait. So if yeah. you had to pick honestly, one of the three freshmen, Red Store Store or Yanni D to All-American which one do you pick I think Yanni D
1: I think I, I I see Yanni D I see Yanni D as a potential title contender I don't see the other two as title contenders Really Yeah I think Yanni D Hollis man you just look at his Now granted a lot of his um a lot of his big wins have come in freestyle Yeah but I think that dude has Just wait Okay so Just wait you know who I'm picking in, in our fantasy draft Next week If you, if you want to know Dude Just wait it,
0: And even Kanan's store We didn't put Kanan's store In there as well No I, 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 We said Kanan's store Okay So uh, I think you're right About Yanni D I think a lot of his Big wins And big performances Have come at Freestyle events When it comes to Pure fork style I mean I think he's a, uh, An age level World champ he, he, He's a phenomenal Wrestler Phenomenal wrestler I'm going Chad Redd do yeah. I think Chad Red has the goods to compete uh, for top five placement at the NCAA's. Just well, my opinion. He definitely does. I think that I
1: think that your champ is is, is pretty clear at this point um, in terms of who who you're picking as a yeah, champ. Yeah, obviously
0: Joey McKinnon. I'm just <laughs> yeah is being How.
1: But ever, after that, I think that you know I'm really high on Kevin Jack. Other than that, I think that anybody can be beat by anybody, um, not by anybody, but you know by by those guys. Um, you know we're getting off Kind of an in Of 41 Let me pick you my I'll pick you my 41 All Americans right now You ready You count them off for me Okay. Here, Let's go Count them off for me Cause I'm gonna I'm, Let's I'm, do it Alright Dean Heil One Kevin Jack Two Bryce Meredith Three Jaden Ironman Four Joey McKenna
0: What are you doing Just reading the rankings Off of NFL? Joey McKenna Five Yanni D Six
1: Chad Red Seven And Jared Prince
0: Eight Okay. Okay. Um, so I put two of those
1: freshmen in there. I like that. I would read. And I mine. took Ashnault out because I think that he's gonna red shirt. I think he had a really bad
0: injury on his shoulder. Really? Okay. I think they're looking at getting him a six year. Um I would give you my predictions, but we have our fantasy wrestling draft this Saturday. I ain't giving nothing away.
1: No, oh, you're gonna be like Mike Longo is the way to go and Jake Hathaway and you know, I really like Tyler Smith from Bucknell.
0: It'd be Jack Hathaway, not no. Jake. Yeah, uh, J- Jack Meehoff is who it'd be. Um, speaking of one forty one, Kevin Jack, Bryce Meredith, how about the All Star Classic that took place this weekend? Oh my God!
1: There were some awesome some, matches. I I hate there the was way, some underwhelming. I hate, the way they ra- matches. I hate the way they ran it.
0: I, I, I despise. Okay, hold on. Let's back up before we. That's go what ahead. I'm trying to talk about. Let's just back up for a second. So, look, this was such a historical, monumental, um, in. All-Star Classic because for the first time ever, you've got a full slate of women's matches going alongside a full slate of men's matches side by side. Unfortunately for us, for those of us at home who are ordering the streaming service through Track Wrestling, which was subpar to say it best, um, we were forced to choose between who we wanted to watch. I wish it had been all run on one mat, alternating men and women. That way, everyone could have had a chance to see everybody compete. That's just my personal preference. I totally agree. But it, th- at least, okay. At, at worst, run the women's first and the
1: men's second. Yeah, at, at, at worst. At worst,
0: but you know, put okay. It's it's great to put women out there on the main stage with nobody the men, watched that. Who watched but, that? Come on. P- if somebody's gonna, have and I don't, to choose, I don't want to be rude. No, but if somebody's gonna have to choose, well, am I gonna watch Zaheed Valencia and Mark Hall, or am I gonna watch Mallory Velt versus Desiree Zavala, who I
1: don't really know that well? I'm still trying to just get into women's wrestling. Well, and I, I can tell you about Mallory Velt. And no, Zil no, what and I'm Desiree trying to say Zavala. is like as a
0: person, right? Like,
1: right. I think that wrestling fans are—they're buying in. They're buying into women's wrestling, and it's yes. growing. It is but, growing.
0: But if you're gonna try to put them, that's like putting. It's not fair to them. It's it wasn't. It really wasn't. You know, it's great if you're there live and you can watch both. Awesome. But what about? But even then, it's doing a disservice to people. I I get it, Ben. I get it. So
1: anyway, look. I I and that has nothing to do with track. That has to do with the freaking organizers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Uh, but you know, for future, if anyone's listening to this, you know future suggestions. I think it was phenomenal to have a full slate of women's matches alongside the men's. What time was but it over? Put them. That whole thing took about what an hour and a half, two yeah. hours to run. Less than
1: an hour. Add less than an, two hours.
0: Add another hour,
1: dude. You and I were just sitting here afterwards, and we're like, uh, it's it's a six thirty. What's it? No, no, I six six thirty because it started at three something. We're like, it's like three uh, thirty. Yeah, we're like, at it's 3:30. a five o'clock. Yeah. So we want to do the rest of the day. Right, no, totally. Well, the up. Bengals
0: and Browns suck, so, yeah. I mean, seriously, we turned on Def Comedy Jam. We really did. It's really funny, by the way. But anyway, you know, I think, you know, future suggestion, you know, put them on the same match, uh, on the same mat, Alternate matches, guy and girl. Give everybody at home the chance to watch everybody compete because, yes, there was some amazing guy ma- men's matches out there, but there was also some pretty amazing women's matches out there as well that I think, you know, I- people would have liked to watch. watched. But when you force, them well, that's to choose, how you gain fans too. Absolutely, but I mean, honestly, let's be real. You, you take the average male wrestling fan and say, "Hey, you have the choice to watch a match between Seth Gross, Stephen Meachik, Heath Valencia, and Mark Hall, or Mallory Vell and Desiree Zavala. Who are you picking?"
1: Yeah, I, I, it, 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 yeah, you're
0: you're asking me who's a person who supports women's wrestling.
1: And ton, I'm going to choose Mark Hall and Heath Valencia. Exactly. Anyway, I digress. Um, no, that's, that's a really fair point, man. I, I think it was. I think you did a disservice to the. I, I, I didn't get the hype of the uh, N C W um, A All Star Match this year. Like we went last year in Cleveland. NWCA. NWCA Yeah, there was fire. Granted, we were there live. There was beer being sold. But there was fire. They had cl- the
0: had yeah. Cleveland Clavalier, Cavalier cheerleader dancers.
1: Cavalier cheerleader, yeah, dances. The lights were off. There were spotlights. I mean, this was just like a freaking boring duel in a freaking high school, man. Seriously, it just, the hype wasn't there, bro. Far.
0: Maybe it's hard to see from at home. I think, look, you have to think about, okay, let's let's put all the funniness aside. All right. This was a very uh, historical and monumental moment If, if for nothing else, for what it did for women's wrestling, instead of just being, um, you know, we get one match on the undercard. You know, we have a full slate of matches for the main event, and for the people that were there live to watch it, you got to watch both. But for the people at home, we had to choose which match we wanted to watch. And I think you can improve upon that. That's all I'm saying.
1: Fair yeah. point. And it wasn't like you had to worry about time. No, not at all. It was Absolutely. early. It was
0: over plenty and plenty of time. So, enough about that. Let's let's talk about this All-Star Classic. There was some incredible matches. There was some uh, matches that I think were, you know, a little surprising in my mind, like, results-wise. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, first off, how about Piccinini beating returning national champ Darian Cruz? Yeah, you know,
1: I thought that was an awesome, uh, awesome matchup. Okay, Piccinini is real slick on his feet. You know, just like all the Mo- Oklahoma State guys, right? Real good low levels, misdirections. Piccinini can ride real well too, which I will get to in a second. Mm-hmm. And then you got Darian Cruz who's just a technician. I'm telling super you super technician. This guy knows every freaking move in the book. He does. Remember when he hit on Lee Zach last year at the NCAA finals? He like stepped behind and rolled through yep. on a single leg to finish. He's like, yep. ah I got the single leg and I can't really finish it, so I'm gonna do a roll through. Yep. To finish it. This dude knows every move in the book. Obviously, Darren Cruz was the national champ last year. If you listen to our podcast for you know more than a couple times, you know that I'm a huge Darren Cruz fan. I'm I'm a huge Darren Cruz fan, actually, um, and I have I still I think that um, you know he's the better wrestler than Nick Piccinini. You know he gets takedown. Piccinini does a uh, little. Um, What's it called A little uh, uh, misdirection Single Kind of gets on the leg Cruz really defends it well They get to their feet And doesn't Cruise hit Like some freaking Sort of like It was like a Metzger It was like a Metzger broomstick ride broom broomstick thing yeah, type it was, thing. It was yeah. something really funky Ends up with the leg Takes him down Puts a freaking ride on him mm-hmm. Okay And then Piccinini Who's super tough on top um, You know Really good cross wrist guy uh, Cruz gets out on him
0: I'm like All right you know, that, that's pretty sick. The big thing in this match, Ben, was... What was that cradle. Was when Cruz... And, and I'll give it up to Darren Cruz. He's like, look, it's the all-star match. I'm going to put a show on the fans. I'm going suicide he cradle. He slaps that
1: fuck, freaking cradle on the dude. Sorry. Unfortunately, Piccinini's a long guy. And Piccinini pops that head out. And so Cruz tries to roll it through way too early. And uh, he has him almost. That's actually, Almost. Almost. Cruz is a smaller guy, right? He's not very really yeah, long. He's small. Um, But... You, um, he almost has him, but Piccinini just stops and puts him on his back. Um, and, then, and then even though Cruz reverses him later on, okay, so Piccinini gets a six-point move and wins 8-5. to five. Mm-hmm. You take that six-point move away, which which you can't, you know. Um, so say say just Cruz realizes he's in danger and gives up the two reversal, doesn't give up back, he wins. Cruz is the better wrestler if you watch that match. Piccinini... You know he hits those low levels. Cruz has got really nice defense on those low levels. Um, he spreads them out really good. He even scored off one of them. I'm not. I'm not concerned about Cruz. I, I'm really glad they went after it. And you know what, Piccinini class act. Afterwards, they do an interview and he kind of reads of them. Or um, I listened to it. Uh, Piccinini was like, you know, all these guys are so good that you know one mistake can make the That's difference. The truth. And and he, he was he was like. You know, it was almost like he respected Cruz for like going after it.
0: Imagine being a guy like Piccinini, though. How difficult is this to know that last year you were an All American, fourth place finish? Fourth place. Um, you know, you go out here to the All Star Classic, you beat the returning national champ, but you know, no matter what the coaches say, that at any given time you've got the pride of Oklahoma. You know, world champion Dayton Fix just breathing down your nah, neck. I don't see it, man. I disagree. I'm not saying he's getting called in, but you can't tell me that's not in the back of your head ever. It's in the back of his head, maybe. But, one, we don't
1: know how he's doing against Fix in the room. Um, remember, freestyle vs. Folk's is a little bit different, brother. And, two, it doesn't make sense to Oklahoma for Oklahoma State to pull Fix's red shirt. I'm not
0: saying it does. I'm not saying they will. But I think
1: the Piccinini's actually in a great position. Do you really? Instead, he's like, dude, I can train with all these guys, and next year, guess what? Dean Howell's gone. Brock, we know's going up. We know for a fact he's going up, and and I'll go whichever way fix doesn't if I can't beat him. And remember, pitching tall, so it's one building into one thirty-three ain't going to be a problem. In fact, I bet you he's going to be liking it. All right, all right. So all right, I think right. I like it. I, I'll I think, take it.
0: I'll take it. Yeah. You know, I thought the All Star Classic again a lot of great matches. Um, for the most part, I really wasn't surprised with many of the results. There was two results that really, really surprised oh, you gotta me. you got to talk about 133, though. I am. Like, two results that really surprised me. One, 133, the way Seth Gross dominated uh, Stevon um, 7-1. to one. The other one is the way BJ Claygon at 157, dominated Alec Pantaleo. Um, I mean, just... Really, just controlled Pantaleo from start to finish And won that match ten to four. I was shocked by those results. Well, I, oh no,
1: I I I completely agree. I, I you know I picked uh, Seth Gross to win it this year, and then he picked Stefan Michich, which which you know to be determined, right? Um, I didn't think that there was a six point gap between the two until I realized how freaking good Gross is on top. You know what? It's but, that's an equalizer, but it man. was
0: more than that, Ben. Honestly, if you break down that match, look... He couldn't get in on him either. Micic, for him to get to his offense, he needs to get to his ties. His primary tie is a rush on two-on-one. That's right. And every time he tried to fish for that two-on-one, what did Gross do? Gross backed out and defended it. He wouldn't let him have it. He actually
1: reversed it a couple times and went two-on-one himself. Exactly.
0: If you don't let Micic get to his ties, he can't get to his offense... Therefore, all you need is a takedown to get on top, like a guy like Gross, to get on top, who's as good as Gross is on top, and you can break a match wide open.
1: Seth Gross, great point, Brandon, because Seth Gross is, uh, Stephen Meech just showed that he, he he didn't, now, here's the problem with Gross, though, with with Meech, even, even if you get in on him, that's a quarter of the battle. I mean, shit, I'm you know, drinking half a bottle of wine tonight, and I can get in on Gross. But trying to finish on him is, is the problem, okay? trying to get on Michic? No, I'm talking about getting 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 in, getting in on Gross. Right, right. You can right. get in on Gross sometimes, but finishing on him is the problem. He's yeah. so long and lengthy. And he put a freaking ride on Michik. I'm talking Michik didn't have a chance of getting out. Didn't Michik choose down, too? I think and, so. Yeah, he yep, did choose yep. down get ridden out. And Gross also scored off a single leg. Yep. So it's not just like Gross is one of these really lengthy guys that is – you know kind of funky hopes to get on top will beat you a little bit ghost square got some offense too and if you're 6 points better than the number 2 ranked guy in the country you got to be feeling pretty good starting the season off
0: yeah fair point look look a lot of things can change between now and march um, but last year, I think even though Gross made the finals, I think there were some questions about him. You know, he didn't wrestle the greatest schedule. Obviously, he was able to you know control his matches against Cade Brock. He went out there, he got in the finals, lost to Corey Clark. But it was how really good is this guy after a season he had as a freshman? That's a at, great question. At one hundred and forty-one pounds, where he went something along the lines of you know twenty-one and eighteen. um, I think what he showed this weekend is that he last year was not a fluke by any means. He's definitely legit. Totally agree. He wholeheartedly deserves the number one ranking at 133 pounds. Um, and guys like Stefan Micic, they've got their work cut out for him because if they can't figure Gross's style out, they're going to struggle greatly. Yeah. I mean, you got to, dude, he's like, he'll
1: cling onto you on top, and you're going to have trouble scoring on him and you know I haven't I haven't seen anybody turn him he's he's a total package. I like him. I like
0: him. I'm glad I picked him in the preseason. Um I really like him. Fair point. So how about Claygon? So and I bring this up, let's preface this by look, Claygon I think is going to be a senior this year, okay? He That's right. he was able to sneak in on the podium as a freshman. He had a great freshman year. In fact, he gave uh the great freshman Alex Is his closest matches that year aside from maybe a Brandon Sorensen um he also gave uh um uh Rutherford a really close match a couple years ago too okay. I and mean, this guy like you know what i'm saying
1: so, like he's shown moments of like wow
0: one day you see him he's freaking phenomenal another day you see him he's just He's, pedestrian. He's, he's consi- going back to Moisey, consistently inconsistent basically is how I'll put it. But he goes out and he wrestles a guy like Alec Pantaleo, who I'm thinking Alec Pantaleo could ch- possibly challenge Nolf, possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Like ba- definitely a finals contender. Yeah. Finals contender. He's got the athleticism to go with a guy like Nolf, but Klaygon dominates him 10 to 4. I
1: was shocked. Well, you know, he took him down to his back, right? So Pantaleo hits a, a shot on him. Um, they're not Pantaleo Yeah Pantaleo hits a shot on him Clegon hits him in a little scramble action Gets out of the shot but falls into a double leg Like and when I say falls into it Like you know he's got both of his legs Takes him down to his back All of a sudden you're up 6-0 You know it, it's, it's tough to come back from that Against the returning All-American So that's a match that can be flipped Okay It, could it
0: definitely could be
1: I think that it, it, Look if you're asking me right now And, and I know you probably won't be having me to say this Who has a better chance of flipping that match Mechik or Pantaleo It's Pantaleo all day me, not, me, nothing Meijik did showed me. Nothing Meijik did showed me that he can flip that match on Gross. Not to say it won't happen, but Pantaleo
0: or Pantaleo, I, you know, you take away those six points, and it's a different, it's a different ball game. Now. Well, Ben, look, uh, honestly, I'm not going to be mad at you for saying that because let's talk about the difference in abilities between Gross and and Claygon. Look, S- Seth Gross a point. is uh, a returning national finalist who only lost. Two matches last year He lost to Corey Clark And our boy Eric Montoya You know uh, The New Mexican Claygon, baby Yeah Claygon You know Was able to sneak on the podium As a freshman He hasn't done much since People say Claygon's got Some real talent though He's obviously got a lot of talent He's one of the only few people To ever win a freshman Sophomore, junior, and senior NHCA national championship He was a You know A New Jersey boy Won state titles I like him this year He's good
1: I like him this year After that match against
0: Pantaleo I really do so, going with the All Star Classic, the other match I'd like to talk about is Machiavello versus Matty Ice. Um, no, not really, but uh, this is a nice try, three to two win. It, it really was. It really was. Um, Valencia Mark and and the reason why I bring this up, uh, well, I, that, that's all, a good match to talk about. All joking aside, is because you're looking at the number one and two ranked wrestlers at 174 pounds. You're looking at. This could be a preview of what we see at the NCAA finals. Um, There was the controversial semifinals match last year at the NCAA tournament where Mark Hall uh, was able to come out with the victory because of a headgear pull by Valencia. Valencia admitted it. It was the right call. Um, But Valencia goes out and wins this match. And I got to tell you, and I know you'll agree with me. Valencia controlled the tempo of this match. Absolutely, Valencia uh, controls the tempo. of I all didn't see the a matches. lot of offense from Mark Hall. That but, inside trip attempt. Yeah, with the, with the exception that looked like inside, our avatar baby. But you know what? No, it didn't because uh, Valencia didn't wind up on his back. Ah, bro, uh, bro. <laughs> he didn't. Wait, he didn't end up on his back. No, don't. Wind, he didn't wind up on his I'm back.
1: Kidding. Um, he, he, look, Zaheed so Valencia, Mark Hall, Bo Jordan. That's the cream of the crop at 174, and that's a hell of a cream of the crop. Zaheed Valencia is
0: Don't steal my thunder.
1: Huge. He's super tall. He's super long. He's super athletic. And he's got awesome offense.
0: So real quick, real quick. Oh, am I stealing your thunder? No, no, no. A little bit of backstory here. We're watching the All Star Classic, and I'm telling Ben, God, Valencia is huge. I don't see how he's at one seventy four again, and Ben's like Oh, he ain't that bad. They got a five-pound weight allowance. They didn't blah, get a weight blah, allowance, by the way. Whatever, whatever, whatever. And then, like, halfway through the match, Ben's like, man, Valencia is huge. He is huge. I
1: saw him next to Mark Hall. Dude, the dude's got a barrel puffed old chest. He's super long. Valencia's a big boy. Now, he ain't as big as Bojo at 74, but he's pretty much bigger than anybody else. I think he's taller than Bojo.
0: Dude, nobody's bigger than Bojo at 174. I think he's round. taller. Okay. I'm just putting it out there. Look, here. here's the thing, man. And you and I have talked about this. Look, Mark Hall's phenomenal. What Mark Hall's been able to do up to this point is amazing and deserves all the respect in the world. But I've been on record as saying it. I'm going to say it again. I think Zaheed Valencia is one of the best wrestlers in all of college wrestling.
1: You love him. I absolutely do. I think you think that, he's never going to lose another match in college. I think,
0: I think you take that headgear pull away from him uh, against Mark Hall last year, and you're looking at a guy who could potentially challenge Cale
1: yeah i you know i think I think that's tough to say I think that's tough to say
0: why why
1: because look, so we thought the same thing about Imar no, I did, but what I'm, let's just let's let's focus on this match okay L- let's focus on this focus match, on it. if you don't mind zaheed valencia he gets the only takedown of the match, and it was at the end of the match. he was the aggressor of the entire match, mark hall. He was just looking to counter the entire time. He and really Mark Hall's loves- a counter wrestler. He is a can- He but, likes but, to
0: get into scramble situations. Yes,
1: yeah, but but he's a great counter wrestler. Um, I think that's going to bite him in the butt
0: against Zaheed. The thing I, about, think, I think
1: I think if you keep it that close with Zaid, he'll be going to be able to catch you.
0: The thing about Zaheed is, and this is what I really like about him, Zaid is amazing. He's such a great wrestler in all three positions. Start out with him on his feet. He's tall. He's long. He's got amazing level changes. His level changes and the best in the game. Not only does nobody he there's
1: nobody better in the there's nobody better in the NCAA tournament with level changes in him.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because there's not, and I've it, I've looked at a lot of them. His level changes. He level changes straight into a shot with those long arms, and it's hard to defend. Okay, so he's well, gonna, he level changes straight down, and but he pulls, and the guy comes correct, right into him. Correct, and not on, on top of that, he scores takedowns. He's so long and he's so big. He has, he's actually got really good riding his skills. Damn, long, arms are so. He may not long. turn you a lot, but he's got great riding skills. They're and sufficient, he, and you don't see him getting ridden much. either. His riding skills
1: are sufficient. I'm
0: not gonna I'm not
1: gonna go out there and call him a Seth Gross, but his right, riding he's skills no are Bo sufficient. Jordan. But 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 the thing is, he's going That's that's not where he wins his matches, right? He wins his matches on his feet. Yes, and and
0: I think at this weight class, he's got the best offense. So I'm gonna ask you something, Ben. Uh, all joking aside, you know, you and I we put out a podcast about a month ago. We talked about our way too early. I picked picks. Mark Hall. You picked Mark Hall. Did you Just see something in this match to change? No. Okay. Um.
1: Okay. Yes. Yes. If I could redo it, I'd pick Sahib. Well, let me ask. But you. I, I still feel comfortable with Mark Hall as a pick. I mean, I still think. Look, there's no doubt that Mark Hall can't can't
0: win this win this match. So this is what I and this is one of the reasons why I asked. So let. Scheduling is so important, and we're going to have the potential. The seeds, the heeds. We're, seeds make such a great are, are, are such a great. You know, uh, they're an advantage. They're definitely an advantage. If you've got a three, if you've got a three-headed monster, you so want to be the one seed, exactly. And this weekend, Ohio State, which we're going to get to in a second, is going to be hosting Arizona State, and we have the chance to watch. Uh, you got to sit Bojo versus Bojo. No, you got to sit him in this match. Hear me out, Ben. You got to sit Bojo. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so <laughs> potentially, potentially, you could see a situation where Zahid's the one seed, and Cliff Mark Hall Keen. are the two, two and three seed. Cliff Keen. They're going to see each other eventually, exactly.
1: But I'm saying Cliff Keen Bo is going to wrestle him again. Okay. So what if they what if they
0: split, and then Mark Hall and Bo split? I mean, it's it could get messy, bro. If Zahid and Bo split, that's one and one, and then Mark Hall and Bo split, that's one and one. Bo has two losses. He's the three seed. Mark Hall would have one loss. Zahid has one loss. One loss. Okay. Okay. See what I'm saying? No, I I can't.
1: I, I can't. No, Mark Hall would only have one loss. Why would he be the, the two seed? Because he would only have one loss. But why would Mark Hall be the two seed versus Zahid? I don't can't know. Can't count that match. You can't count it.
0: Y- y- you really can't. So, so now we're getting into a freaking conundrum, bro So Because Penn State will probably get on a plane That's frozen by ice and Shut up!
1: You know Shut up I'm just kidding Anyways, you, you, you know to, to finalize the Heed-Mark Hall match I, I don't You know We shouldn't look into it as much as we are And and I like that we are And, I, and, look, I, and if you want, call me Because I'll analyze the entire match technically with you You know but I don't want to do that right now But it was just, let's accept it for what it was. It was two Amazing. of the best wrestlers in the country right yes, now of any weight. Absolutely. Anyway, absolutely. Going head to head. Props to them for
0: taking that yeah, on.
1: Freaking way to nut up. Way to nut up. You know what? Way to nut up Seth Gross, Steven Michik, Darren Cruz, Nick Piccinini Jack and Jack Meredith. Jack Meredith. Way to nut up all you guys taking those matches. Machiavello and Frank Matias. Dude, way to nut up Matias. Freaking that is has got the biggest nuts I've ever seen. I've
0: never seen him. You ever seen a dude's nuts that big? No. It's freaking big. Anyways. Look, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Do you still think it's Hall, Valencia, Bo Jordan? No, I never said that. I mean, you picked Hall to win it, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Enough about the All-Star Classic. All right. Listen, guys. We got to wrap this stuff up, but this weekend we got a big duel coming up. Ohio State fans, that we are. Um, Ohio State is hosting Arizona State this weekend, Sunday, um, in Columbus. It's going to be a, a a great duel. Um, even though I don't think we see both teams' full lineups, we're obviously going to see the majority of them. And uh, let's talk about this for a bit, Ben. Let's end with this. That sounds good to me. So I think the important question about this duel this weekend we can just start off with who do we not expect to see and I'll start first. You know, obviously we're not going to see Thomasella for Ohio State at 125. Yeah, um, I do not think we see Joey McKenna at 141. Um, and you think that's because he's training for U23s? Correct. Because Which makes that, sense. It's, it's in a couple of weeks. It's in a couple of weeks. It's only a couple of weeks away. You know, so he's. It is be- a home duel though. But he's training for that. You you know, U twenty three Worlds. It takes place in Poland. I think it's right around the twentieth of November. Um, no, I don't think we see McKenna. That makes this sense. Weekend. That makes that makes sense. Um, I, you know, I would expect to see other starters such as Pletcher, uh, Keyshawn Hayes, Micah Jordan, Bo Jordan, Tayshon Campbell. Um, I, I think we see Miles Martin. Um, they said Colin, Colin, Morse Morse, come back. Right, Colin Moore's leg injury was minor. We expect to see him. What do you think about Snyder? Um, you think Snyder's going to go? It's up in the air. Look, he's got nothing right now coming up. It's a home duel against a guy like Tanner Hall. I expect to see t- Kyle Snyder wrestling I just don't know how much he's been training. Because you know he took a lot of time off after uh, he
1: did beating the Russian tank, well deserved, right? right? I think we will see a Snyder. The dependent is
0: is a Kevin or Kyle. I think. I, I honestly, th- I think if I was picking right now, look, I have no inside information, and maybe something's been put out that I've missed. I think we see Kyle Snyder this weekend, and, and right? let me tell
1: you why I want to see that. And, and look, he does what he wants, and he earned the right to do so. But we need to, like we always talked about, every time Kyle <laughs> Snyder wrestles in college, go watch, watch it. Because if you can't watch it course. live, try to find
0: something. Watch it. This the, is a once in a lifetime. It is talent. once in a lifetime, guys. This is honestly like being back in the Gable age and getting ready. That's to, right. Be, being, you know, you know, having the availability to watch him wrestle live. That's right. Watch to go get to watch him wrestle live.
1: So I watched him beat up Deuce the other. You know, remember we went to the Illinois duel last year and he beat up Deuce. Deuce Rashaw. our boy Deuce. <laughs> you know what? It was awesome to watch. You know,
0: so. So here's my projected. This is the way I think the lineup plays out, and a lot of this has to do with uh, Arizona's lineup submitted from Michigan. Well I wish Arizona um, had a team. But Arizona State. I'm sorry, Arizona State. My you
1: know, dad. You know, my dad's a Arizona University of Arizona alumni. Yeah, that's great. Did he wrestle? <laughs> no, because they didn't have a team. Then I don't care. But it'd be cool. My dad would be pumped if the Wildcats had a team. Yeah, they got a football
0: team. Is he? Whereas basketball's State? the Wildcats' okay. main. Just team. Ben. Stop.
1: My dad was an Arizona Wildcat. Alum.
0: All right. Stop. Anyway. Um, this is the way I think the projective lineups play Love out. You, Dad. Um, 125, I think you see Ryan Milhoff first. Breck and Mead. Um you want to go through all the
1: matches? Why don't we
0: talk about them as we go through them? Is that how you want to do it? Let's do that. Okay, I mean, since you interrupted me, why not? Well, well do-
1: Why list them all and then go back and talk about them? Okay, so 125, Milhoff and Brecken Mead. So Breck and Mead, as we both talked about. Uh, took fourth at the Princeton Open this year. He's kind of filling, and he won his wrestle off against one of the Kuntz bro- uh,
0: twins, uh, just to start for you know in- until Nathan Thumso gets Can back. Can I just say something real quick? What? So this doesn't turn into a, a twenty-minute speech about Brackenmead. It's not. Um, Brackenmead, a freshman, a true freshman, will be wrestling potentially a returning All-American and transfer Ryan Milhoff. I expect Milhoff to win the match. Yeah, and I was going to say that. <laughs>
1: okay, <laughs> I'm, talk- I'm a lot of I'm an hot State fan. I'm not to freaking talk about him. <laughs> So what I was going to say was, right before you interrupted, is that although I think he'll fill in admirably, he's facing a return All-American who took seven two years ago um, for Oklahoma, redshirted and transferred to Arizona State. I have that as a tech fall, and Ohio State is going to be down zero to five.
0: Now, there is the possibility as well that we maybe we don't see Milhoff here. You might see Kramer for Arizona State. Um, obviously Kramer priced higher than Milhoff at their most recent Michigan State Open. Most of that d- was due to injury to Milhoff. So that could change it up a little bit, but I'd still think I would pick Kramer over Meade as well. I don't have him for five, though. But, yeah, I okay. I'm not picking points here, in my opinion. That's I'm, well, I am. Okay, you do it then. All right. And so Fletcher versus uh, Nasir. All right, yeah. Nasir, <laughs> five, uh Nasir versus Pletcher. Um, I'm going to go Pletcher all day long in this. I think it's a decision.
1: Yeah, I got Pletcher for a decision, too. Uh, obviously, Nasir um, <laughs> or Nasir. And I know we don't want to get into all of this. But
0: <laughs> Come on. Just, just Just pick a way So, all right. A little inside joke here. (laughs) It's funny. Our very first podcast episode ever. Ben and I probably argued for 10 minutes on how to pronounce Ali Nasir. Or Nasir. Or Or whatever his name is. Or Nasir. We probably argued for so long that it made the podcast the most unlistenable podcast episode ever. Uh, which, I love our first pod, which says a lot because the majority of our podcasts are pretty unlistenable. So I I got
1: a three I got a 3 to 5 uh, or two. You know Nasr also beat Nathan Thomasello on Coleman Scott
0: uh, in freestyle a long time ago. <laughs>
1: That's pretty damn legit. All right,
0: 141. Um, you remember that time, you know, you remember that time speaking of a long time ago? I like this. No, yeah, speaking of a long time ago. So uh Back in the day, you know, I'm just giving you guys a little background on Ben. Ben was, uh, you know, he was a good high school wrestler. Um, he walked around like he was the big king ding-a-ling. You That's know, not true. I thought he was the. I the, didn't even wrestle with you. How did you that? knees, you know, all that kind of stuff. So so Ben's up at this Ohio State wrestling camp, you know, kind of like a team camp maybe. You're talking about when was trying to beat the shit out of yeah. me. Yeah. So Ben's up there. You know, Ben's like getting ready to be a junior in high school, right? And just don't interrupt don't I'll give you your chance in a second so ben's going you know being like a junior in high school you know he's been ranked in the state he's been a state qualifier trying to get on that podium but you know just never really put it together so he's up there and all of a sudden some dude some some old man comes up to him and says hey uh, i've been watching you wrestle would you mind wrestling with my son and ben's like yeah i'll wrestle with your son He's like, who's your son? He's like, oh, it's that little kid out there. It's like a little seventh grader out there just rolling around on the mat. Ben's like, yeah, I'll wrestle with him. So Ben just goes out there and you know, thinking he's gonna wipe the mat with this dude. I did. Well, this dude just happens to be a, a, a little fella by the name of Dustin Schlater. Ben, talk to us about how this went. He whipped the shit out of me. Seventh
1: grade, Dustin Slater does what to you? He beat me up pretty good. He, he beat me up pretty good. It was time. He put me in a bow and arrow once. I was like, ow. Wow, so I didn't realize the Dutch Slater was at the time. How many takedowns do you think he got against you? Look, it was it was closer than what I tell the story of because it's not as funny.
0: Did but he get more than
1: ten takedowns? Oh no, less. Oh, he got but, less. But he beat me in a match, but it was pretty close. Uh, but the th- thing is, he was also a seventh grader, and I was a junior, and I was a big qualifier. Th- I mean.
0: Did you say uncle when he had you in the bow and arrow? It hurt. It was so bad, it hurt. didn't it? And I
1: think I was only a sophomore, too. But anyways, I don't know how we brought that up. I'm <laughs> sorry. We digress.
0: Um, <laughs> that anyway. Was, that was a funny story. <laughs> so at 141, look, I got to be honest with you. I don't think we see McKenna wrestle. He's preparing for the U23 rules. I think we're going to see uh, Nico Valerio uh, take on Clay Ragon. That's my opinion. I got uh, Valerio at least by four You think Valerio by four? Yeah Okay Um, And I'm not keeping track of these points So I hope you do as well Um, Yeah, I got it three to nine right now At 149, you got potentially Josh Maruka versus Keyshawn Hayes I like Hayes in this match
1: I I like Hayes in this match And and, and I tell you what, this is a Hayes coming out party So Maruka was around a 12 guy last year Yeah. Okay, you know, he just lost to a D2 qualifier from Tiffin at the MSU Open He's good, he's a PA guy um, You know, obviously around a 12 guy But I think that I think Keaton Hayes adds a notch to his belt here And so, and this is the thing about You know, so he beats Bannister Who's a ranked guy I think he'll beat Maruga, who's a ranked guy He hasn't faced the guy who's an All-American yet, right? I mean, obviously he's beaten Klasic last year or, You know, two years ago But I think this is another notch in Hayes' belt That he's going to get Before he starts to really see the meat of the order But it's, I think that it's a, If he beats Maruka, it's... So right now, the rank, Hayes is ranked 11th by Intermat. Maruka's is ranked 13th. So he's supposed to win. Sure. Um, but, you know, it, a couple adding a couple notches against the ranked opponents,
0: that's solid. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like Hayes in this match. Honestly, I really do. Especially at home. Um, I got a 5-9 now. 157 to me is one of the matches of the night. Um, you got returning All-American, Micah Jordan, bumping up from 149 pounds, taking on a guy like Josh Shields who... You know he had a great season last year before he just he just ran into some trouble at the NCAA tournament. Um, Shields recently had an impressive performance at the Michigan State Open, going five and zero, including a nice victory over Colin Heffernan in the finals. Um, you know the score I, of that one? It was in tiebreakers. I don't know the exact score, but you know I like. I've wrestled before
1: and it's been tiebreakers. I like
0: so. Micah Jordan in this match, but I think it's gonna be close. I think Shields and Shields was a Franklin regional guy like a lot of Arizona State's team was. He was super studly I like in the high school. Right now. Super studly in high school. I think he's only gonna to continue to get better than he was last year. Um, I'm not and I don't mean this as a knock. I, I really don't mean this as a knock at all. I'm not so sure how much better Micah Jordan's going to continue to get. I think he can get better, but I think you're going to see Shields make a bigger jump this year than we see Micah Jordan make a bigger jump this year, and I think we're going to see a close match here. But if I had to pick, I like Jordan by three. Yeah,
1: and I I I completely agree with what you're saying in terms of you know jumps people can make, but I like Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't be surprised if it's a bonus. You think bonus? I, I think he plays a little catch and release. I think he takes him down. I think it's. I don't think Shields is good enough. So Micah Jordan has been able to major a lot of really good people because yep. he's been able to take down a lot of people. Yep. I'm not sure Shields is going to be able to stop Micah Jordan's offense. See, I think Shields has a really I, I, good defense. And he's I'll also give it three. a front
0: head guy. He's a counter wrestler, front head yeah. guy, got a good defense. So it'll be an interesting matchup. I think it's going to be a good matchup. I,
1: I don't. I don't think Shields has a chance of winning, and, and that, that, that might shock some people because I don't think the jump to I don't think the jump to 57 is going to be a problem for Micah. No. I really do. Now, I'm going to give him three, but mark my words, I could see this being four.
0: And that's basically what I was saying, Ben. Is I think Micah wins this match. It's a decision, but I think Shields is a formidable opponent that he absolutely not is going to run through. He absolutely um, is.
1: The next match, I tell you what, that this is the most intriguing match of the night for me. And I know people are going to be like, wait, it's not Bo Jordan, it's a Valencia. We know, but look, Bo Jordan's gone uh, 3 3 3, or 3 3 2. Correct. Okay, and Zaheed, we all know his story. So that to me, I understand that is the most exciting match of the night, but the match that's gonna tell me the most is Campbell, Tayshawn Campbell, Tayshon or Tayshan Campbell versus Anthony Valencia. So we got a seventh versus sixth in the rankings. Last time they wrestled with NCAAs last year, so not that long ago. It was a nine two decision by Valencia. What has this room done for Tayshan? And not just in terms of skill, what has this room done for Tayshan? In terms of mental ability to feel confident about beating a guy like Valencia, who obviously Tayshan was a one time state champ from PA. Valencia was a freaking, you know, household name. So what has this room done for
0: Tayshan? I think those were all valid points, Ben, and this is what I would tell you. I think this time of the season, I think Valencia gets this match. I think Campbell's time would come later in the season after he's had a lot of training time in that room. But I will put the caveat out there that, look, Anthony Valencia is an amazing wrestler. I think he's a better freestyle wrestler than he is a folk style wrestler. And that, you know, Campbell can use that to his advantage. But I think Valencia just has he's a little more savvy. All right, he's got those little tricks up his sleeves, those little, you know, baseball sliding takedowns, the athleticism, super athletic, the, the jumping over the top of people and stuff like that. Um, I, I think Valencia, Anthony Valencia, takes this match, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Tayshawn flip this later on down the season. I picked Valencia as well, um, but I tell you
1: what, man, I think this is this is the match I'm most looking forward to. Which is crazy to say. It's going to be a great one. I think. It, I think. It's, I think this match will tell you more about the Buckeyes team than anything else. One se- seventy four, baby. One seventy
0: four. Look, it's Zaheed, As long as nobody gets held out, you are looking at Zahid Valencia versus Vo Jordan.
1: I don't see why anybody would get held
0: out now. I don't. Same here. We're it, healthy. If somebody gets held out, that's shit. Okay. Uh, number two versus number three in the country. Um, Ben, you're right. I've been on record. I'm not sure Zahid loses another match in college. I got Zahid in this match as well.
1: Let me tell you where the difference is going to be in this match. Okay. Both of them are single leg guys, right? Yeah, but uh, Zahid also has a great reach double. Uh, Agreed. Agreed. Okay, so let's talk about the single legs right now. Mm -hmm. They're both oppo leg. uh, Zahid's an oppo leg lead. Bo's a regular leg lead. Mm -hmm. Both them legs are going to be straight up forward, bro. Yep. That Valencia's left leg is going to be leading hard. Both right legs going to be leading hard. And you know Bo Jordan's got that sweep single. He's got that Jordan single. Zahid's so got that sweep single. So he's just, I think, a little more athletic. He's a little quicker. Bing, I think that ding, he, ding, 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 yeah, ding. I think right he's going to
0: I think he's gonna be able to get on that leg. Right there. You, you said the key word. I think Zahid's athleticism is what allows him to win this match because they're both... I think Bo's pretty one-dimensional on his feet. I think Zahid. He's has got a sweep. Zahid has more, very you know, a more variation of attacks. I think on bottom, I gotta give the advantage to Zahid. He doesn't get ridden much. Bo has shown in the past to struggle on bottom a bit. Um, on top, Zahid can ride, but I don't think he can turn as well as Bo can. Yeah, you gotta, so, you gotta
1: think. We gotta give Bo advantage on top if he's back to his form. If he can turn him, but. Well even if he can ride him He can take away that riding time point That Zahid might be able to get
0: I think the point I'm trying to make though Ben Is that on top You've got two guys Who are both really good on top But in different ways Zahid can ride a guy He's got a good cradle He can ride him He can control him Rack up that riding time Bo's looking to turn guys I don't think Bo can turn Zahid But I do think Zahid has the, the, the potential To ride Bo And get that riding time point
1: I think if Bo could ride Zahid I'm, I'm not sure he could turn him I think it's going to be a one takedown match um, i tell you one thing right now. This is worth the price of a And whoever gets to that lead leg is going to be the winner. I'll be there. Yeah, exactly. Whoever gets that lead leg
0: is going to be the winner.
1: You know, at it, 84 and 97, I think that we see Buckeyes easy wins. Yeah, you um,
0: got you got a couple under, uh, underclassmen for Arizona State. Most likely Connor Small at 184 versus Miles Martin. One ninety seven. We're probably looking at Austin Harris versus Colin Moore. As long as Moore is you know healthy to go, obviously you got to give the Buckeyes bonus there. I think um, the
1: match comes down to. And, and, and the funny thing is, I think the match because uh, Thomasello and McKenna are out. So if, if Huskies can win this duel, even with the two of their top dogs out, um, if Kyle Snyder goes, if Kyle Snyder goes, I give him four points. Oh yeah.
0: I I give him give yeah, 4. At least at and least. And that's I what agree. I
1: mean. 4 is like look on a on a freaking lazy Sunday. Right. You know, um if if they don't go, I give Hall 4. I'm not sure pins or majors. It, just cuz heavyweights is harder, you know. Sure. It's hard to project. Uh, um but I tell you what, it, it's it's going to be a it's going to be a close duel if Nato and uh McKenna are out. And it's going to be a, it's an awesome start of the season duel with some really cool implications, especially at 65, 74 and even 49.
0: Either way it goes, you're right. It's going to be a great duel live at Ohio State this Sunday. We're going to be there to watch it. Um, I can't yeah, wait so to come see Come say it. what up. Come say what up. Come tell us to don't wind up on our backs. Whatever you want. Look, great weekend of wrestling. It's back. I'm excited. I hope everyone else is excited. We're excited to bring this podcast to you today. Talk about college wrestling once again. Um... Ben, what else? You got anything else, man? I got nothing else, man. I'm freaking jacked up. I'm geeked as well. So, hey, listen, sorry about the long episode today. We're just excited to talk about everything that's going on. Um, It's been episode number 41 of the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast. I'm Brandon. Alongside me, as always, is Ben. And you know what we got to say? As always, don't don't wind wind up on your back, bro. bro.